Welcome to the Divine Hour, and we're your hosts, Beloved and Boogie. All right, how we want to start off the, our first session of the Divine Hour is an introduction. My name is Boogie. I go by a couple of different names. You can even call me Boogie Brown. But uh, I'm a husband, which is a husband of Beloved. I'm a father of two, Jay and Sonny. Um, I coach basketball. Um, I also, I'm also an activist in the community. And, I mean, I, I do a lot of different things that I really enjoy doing, but right now I think I'll just leave it at that, leave it at, leave it at that right there. I'm Boogie's wife, a mother of the same two children he mentioned, Jade and Sonny, and I'm a life coach. He likes to call me a counselor, yes, but I'm I not do. certified, everyone, not certified. I just motivate. I believe in positive energy. Yes. You get what you put out. Yes. So we're, we chose to do this podcast to focus on some topics that people shy away from. We're going to share some opinions on life because we've experienced things such as yourselves. Um, we're going to talk about everything from relationships to mental health, children, parenting, all kinds of things. Feel free to tune in every week, okay? All right. Alright, so now let's get into how we met. I think ladies should go first. What you think? So we have my side of the story. Then Boogie's we have my side. side of the story. And <laughs> then we got the, the truth. truth. <laughs> so with that being said, we met uh we grew up in the same neighborhood. He's older than I am. Older. It's like not a lot, y'all. Not a lot. About seven years. I don't think that's too much. I think 10 takes the cake, but we're seven years apart. And we grew up around the same neighborhood. He is a male, obviously, so he was outside a lot more than I was. And he was in a go-go band. (laughs) (laughs) He was in a go-go band. And one day I was walking around our neighborhood and he gave me a flyer to one of his shows. Flyer that she threw in the trash. <laughs> I kindly put the flyer in the trash. Why she looked me directly in the eyes? <laughs> because my parents were really strict. He knew. She I thought c- I knew. I thought he knew I couldn't go outside. Or I sure couldn't go to a go-go. My parents weren't having that. So I thought he was being funny, but clearly he wasn't. So 12 years later, here we are, newlyweds, and happily in love. What's your story? Well, for me, I had known this beloved a while ago in a community, and it was, it was, it was awkward because I, I was I was running around, you know, trying to find myself with my head cut off a little bit. And when I had sailor, I said to myself, I've never seen that girl and I've been around here all my life. And, you know, I don't know if she seen me first or I seen her, but when I seen her... I've always seen him. Yes. <laughs> I knew I wanted her when I seen her. Wanted me 
wanted me or you just wanted me? <laughs> At that point in time, I had a lot of different ones. So I mean, I can't say it was it was one what that I wanted specifically at that point in time. But it was just something. When I seen her, I knew she was very attractive, um, so pure. Thank you. And you're welcome, of course. And I said to myself that I really wanted, I wanted to meet her. And by coincidence, I was I was driving um, over by Union Station, and she was on the way to get her braces um, cleaned. I think, if I'm correct. And I just said her up, and I said, "Where you going?" And you know, she's a you know she talk a little bit smart. You know, <laughs> she got all kind of gestures, so she's like, you know, I'm going home. I'm like, you know, try my hand, try to see where she at with conversation, and you know, she didn't really give me a lot to go off of, but it was enough for me to feel like I was gonna start a chase. That's uh, all. <laughs> So hold on, that's not with that's where the chase started. No, MySpace. Yeah, yeah. I think MySpace might have been a and, chase. And you talking about a chase? You talking about MySpace? I would not have never known. Do you know how long ago that was? <laughs> that's the stone ages of the internet. I would not have never known that the messages, the direct messages, the inboxes on. MySpace was a chase. Yeah. I never knew that. By the way, it came off. Yeah. Because yeah. you was always kind. Like, you was always respectful. Yeah. I didn't feel attacked or yeah. chased. I, I didn't feel that. Yeah. But I always felt like you was just saying, like, little common stuff. Like, what you doing? Or, why you not at school? Or, yeah. I don't know, just to make yourself known, or I just honestly at the time thought, oh, he bored, and I'm the only one online right now, <laughs> in a sense. But, yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. And then time passed in between all three situations that we just named. So, after the MySpace, it was probably like a year and a half. And then you saw me getting my braces tightened. Uh -huh. Then a year and a half, yeah. you gave me the flyer. Yeah. And then my birthday, okay, no, right before my birthday, I, um, you was on the, well, your friend was on the phone with my sister. Yeah, yeah. Your friend, um, a mutual friend, but he's more in your age bracket, so he's not my friend, but yeah. I knew of him. And he was on the phone with my sister uh, and he was at your house yeah and you asked for her to put me on the phone yeah because was, because um you know when you when you see somebody in your neighborhood you know how i go hello come on fellas you know exactly how I go. <laughs> everybody outside they want to know who that is and where they been at and everybody having their own little private conversations and snickers so like uh, when 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 Devon, that's his name, when he uh when he introduced us, he was like, "Oh, you like Beyonce?" You know, what I said, <laughs> I said, "Yeah, yeah, that's her name." He said her name. He said her name, Brittany. But he said he said everybody like all our friends called her Beyonce. I was like, "Okay, cool." So I was like, "I want you to do me a favor." I said, "I don't want you to tell her." I want you to tell her I want. I, I want you to put me on the phone with her. I don't want you to talk for me. He said, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I got you." 
And when I did get on the phone <laughs> with her, yeah, she gave me a hard time. Yes, she did. I did not. I was really nice. She was very nicely. <laughs> uh, not biting. Yeah, she wasn't easy like that. So uh, when I talked to her and I asked her for her name, and you know, I mean, basically just, you know, a formal introduction. And I tried to get her number and she told me no. <laughs> But I did take your number, exactly. and I did call, call you. Back. Yeah, but me being a spacehead, I didn't know that there was a signal where she called back a block because she always called my phone block, you know. So I didn't <laughs> take it as a signal that she wanted me to have a number, and that's what she said. I could call your phone a block, you know, for a reason, and that's where I, I felt like I had permission to finally use her phone number. And then we went on a date. Uh, I'll never forget that. Um, what was that? That uh, Urban Gear that was out? It was Black Pearl. What is it called? It's Black. It's Black. It is Black something. Yes. Uh, I'll never forget. Black Label. Black Label. There you go. Yes. Hey. Fresh outfit. You had all Black Label. I'll never forget that. I had the matching that. hat and shirt. And I think this is what I had by That's Volvo nice. at this point in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was it was like, a blue car. Yeah, yeah, the Volvo, yeah. And I said, you know, we won't go to the movies. And we went to the movies. We had a good time. We chill, relax. And it was our first time really, you know, just learning each other and our boundaries, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And my first real kiss. Yeah. 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 That was cool. I'm telling you. And then you, we had to call. I had just moved from our neighborhood and we had to get directions. Yeah, because our neighborhood got shut down through gentrification. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to get directions from somebody that lived on the new block that we lived on. Or yeah. how you could get me home. Uh-huh. You ain't even tell her what movie theater you went to. Georgetown. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, I would say that's still my favorite movie theater. Yeah. And they really done stepped they up did. from last time we've been there. Even the times. It seemed like every time we come. They Something did. new. Yeah. 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 It's coming together. Yes, quite nice. So then, we just dated. Yeah. We we dated. We became really good friends. Yeah. Really, really. Yes, we did. <laughs> really good friends. I had to get to where we are today, right? And I think when I left for college was when you understood your feelings for me. Yeah. Um, at that point in time in my life, I was going through trying times. I feel like Majority of my life was trying times, just trying to understand life. Um, I, I, I was raised by a single mom. My father died from cancer, and I had a brother who was slain due to gun violence. Um, so within within that, it, it was it been a burden or a cloud over my life. Um, it's part of my character. It's part of the reason why I do the things I do. It's part of the reason why I really enjoy this podcast with my wife. It was her idea. And of course, with our energy together, we're going to push it all the way to the top. But yeah, I've, I've, I went through long years of a deep depression and not even knowing it, you know. Um, my wife really sat down and gave me a lot of affirmation on what was going on with my life and told me about the down spirals 
that I was going through and helped me channel my energy towards being able to be more balanced because when you were in depression, in a deep depression like I was in, you don't know what day is going to be a sunny day or what day is going to be a cloudy day. But that's a whole other segment for yeah. a whole other Yeah, I got to catch that. Uh-huh. Y'all going to have to come catch that. Because uh-huh. that go deep. Yes. But we pull you out. Oh, it's time. okay. Yeah. So that was when you understood your feelings when I left for college. Yes. She, and you shared those feelings. Yes, most definitely. You were very honest about those feelings. Yes. I felt an attachment because we were meeting like every day, you know. She'd get off of work, I'd come pick her up, we'd chill. We might go to our favorite fast food spot, Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, you know, McDonald's. I, I, I don't know. It's something about me. I felt like Wendy's was the was the mecca of fast food at that point in time. Yeah, you was potato bougie. bread, yeah. You was bougie yeah. if you went to Wendy's and not McDonald's. Man. <laughs> and the potato bread, you know, the fries, nice good beverage. Frosty. Oh my God, man. So we always went to Wendy's, we chilled out, we talked, and we got to learn each other. And one thing we learned about life, and I could say this for my wife and for me, we learned a lot through time. You know, it wasn't no first day, first year that we knew everything about each other. And we still learn Every day. You know, it's funny because people look at us and they like, they got it all together. Yeah, we got it all together. It yeah, ain't come exactly. processed. It we, wasn't packaged this had, way. We had to put it together. <laughs> we had yeah. no days off. No days off. And I remind people about that all the time. We don't get time, minute, hours. We put in work. Yeah. Hard work. Yeah. And what y'all see is the fruits of that labor. There you go. That's what y'all see. Y'all see that that plant that was watered, cared for. You see that. Yeah. You see that blossom. And it's easy. It's easy to walk away and to quit. But... How you gonna get to the final, the final work, the final reason, the the final uh, fruit of your labor, without putting in the work, without putting in the grind, without putting putting the seeds into the soil? You, you know how you gonna get to that fruit of that labor without putting it in? You gotta put in the work. Yeah, everything takes work, even when you start small, start small and grow large. It's just like when you go out for that new job and you do the interview. Just as much as it took to do that interview and get that job, you still got to do it once you get it. Or Most, you're going to get laid off. Most definitely. You're going to get fired. Most definitely. It's always new talent, man, just like the NBA, you know? Yeah. It's always new talent coming in and old talent getting pushed out. Yes. Okay, so I think at this point in time, I guess we got to go with the truth. The truth? Yes. Well, that's that's... I think it's the truth. Yeah. Everything that we said was the truth. Yes. It was like, I remember the third part. You remember the second part. And uh, we came together on the first part. And we just mixed of it how all we together. Met, yeah, yeah. And we mixed it together. And I think it's the truth. I think, I agree with everything you said. And I agree with everything you said. Oh. <laughs> so saying that to say, that's our truth. I mean, that's the beginning. Exactly. 
we we gonna have to choose a few more other segments for the process of it. Everything takes a process. Yeah, and then we can get to the newlywed part. But we enjoying that right now, so we'll love to talk more about that. Yeah, most definitely. If y'all have any suggestions or topics y'all want us to talk on, feel free to we, inbox us. We most definitely open or open to do that. Um, you can you can email my wife at Brittany Love It at gmail dot com, and you can even go to Myers Brown dot Nathan five zero Yahoo at Yahoo dot com. Well, Brown is Brown dot Nathan five zero at Yahoo dot com, and be prepared for us to have a email inbox that we're gonna do together. We just give you one for now to start off the podcast. Man, yeah. Rock with us. Uh huh. Talk with us, please. Listen. Yes. We got something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Y'all can join us once a week. We'll put one of these out, share our opinions and experiences with y'all. We hope y'all enjoy. And we're going to end every episode with, with the quote, quote of, of the, the week. Day. Weekday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the quote for today is, as long as you believe you're going to succeed. The moment you give in to doubt is the moment your dreams die. That's by Nate Brown. Boogie. Boogie <laughs> Yes, my husband wrote that quote. Feel free to share it. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And this, this has been the, the, the Divine hour. hour. Welcome back to the Divine Hour. We're your hosts, Beloved. And Boogie B. Today's episode focuses on mental health, mental illness, awareness. That's what we're talking about today. Before we get started, I want to make sure we say that we're not licensed professionals. We're not doctors. Not at all. We're just people. Who discuss, discuss the life, life experiences. With that being said, we can go into how mental health has directly affected us individually. And then we'll get into a little bit about our family. Ladies first. For me, individually, mental health has affected me or... Yes, affected me in multiple ways. The first way I'll speak about is I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. They're just probably not sure exactly what it is. And that would be anxiety. Sometimes I suffer from generalized anxiety disorder. And anxiety normally stems from real life everyday factors like health, finances, family, things of that sort. These are normal things to feel anxious about. But for some people with generalized anxiety disorder, such as myself, the level of anxiety is hugely out of proportion 
to the cause of the problem. People with generalized anxiety disorder excessively worry about things that are not in their control, if I had to explain it. Okay. They're anxious about a number of events and have difficulty controlling such worry to the point that it impacts their lives. People with this type of anxiety also develop symptoms like fatigue, tense muscles, difficulty sleeping, and concentrating. I know for me, some of my triggers is just being overwhelmed. And I would say it stemmed from childhood with the pressure. And we talked about that a little bit in another episode. So tune into that if you want to hear about childhood parenting. But if I had to say, and from therapy also, I've noticed that me being overwhelmed and how my anxiety kicks into full gear when I'm mainly overwhelmed. And it's not that I can't handle it. It's just overthinking it. I overanalyze it to like the 10th power, whereas someone who doesn't suffer from generalized anxiety disorder will only be at maybe the second power. So to go from the second power to the 10th power is a lot. It's a lot. But I'm happy that I know what it is. So I can use different methods, well, the ones that I know work for me. Um, one being meditation, it helps a lot. And also my husband, I don't think he fully knows, but he has been a cure for a very long time. Oh. Even before I knew what I was going through. Like, I remember when we were dating, and we, we, yeah, we were dating, and I had locked myself out of the car. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> or even like when I would get into, I was in an accident, and I only had like my learners, I didn't have the license, and I wasn't sure what to do, and I remember calling you, like you was the first person I called. Yeah. And it wasn't because I knew you knew what to do because I could have just called my father. Exactly. I could have called my mother. Yeah. It wasn't that. It's like I feel relaxed, like a sense of calmness if I tell you what happened or if I'm in your presence or even over the phone. You do it over the phone, too. Like, if I'm having just a rough moment, if I call you, it's better. It it eases away. It lets up a bit. So you have always been that for me. I'm glad. I'm glad I was there for you where you needed me. Thank you. Um, Most people with generalized anxiety disorder worry about everything and nothing in particular, if that makes sense. 
And the reason being is, like I said, it's normally things that are like out of our control or it's not happening right in that moment. Like I literally plan weeks before. Like I know what I have to do September 29th. I know what I have to do September 26th. I know these things and nothing can get in the way of that plan because in my head it has to happen like that. And I used to think it was like a sense of control, but it's control of my anxiety so that I don't have that moment. Not controlling of another person or every situation. It's control for me so that I can protect my peace, protect my energy, protect my anxiety. Because that is a thing. Um, meditation, I started, I spent a lot of time in the bathroom. Obviously, I have kids. Moms can relate to this. We spent a lot of time in the bathroom. That is like our safe haven. The Mecca. <laughs> when we get a house, though, I'm going to have a library. That's going to be my safe haven. I want a library. I read a lot. So I want, I want that. I'm going to do that. Like men have their men caves. <laughs> I'm going to have a library. But sadness to say, I started meditation, been in the bathroom one day on YouTube. No, first I was on Pandora and I ran across a meditation station. And I noticed that it was calming. It was nice. I did feel a sense of relaxation. And I wanted that feeling all the time. So I went on YouTube and I started doing beginner's meditation. And basically what meditation is, is a reset for me. I get to start over. Maybe not the day, but in that moment, I get to correct whatever it is I see fit. I get to do it again. So that's how I use meditation. And I do suffer from anxiety, but I'm working on it. Day by day. I'm working on it. And I'm in control of it. Anxiety don't have me. I have it. That's right. Would you like to go? Yeah, we'll take a stab at it. Um, I'm going to start off with this uh, scripture from the Bible. My brother used to always say this to us as kids. Uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So, with that being said, um, I grew up being undiagnosed with any issues, but I knew I was different. You know, I, I just it was a vibe I felt when certain things happened. Um, I had terrible anxiety as a child, you know, after losing losing my father and my brother was murdered, you know, 